Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. You can do better. Go ahead, put your hands together and add a shout. Hallelujah. Only a God like you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you all the glory for the gift of life, the opportunity to be part of the living, to be where we are. We say to you, be the glory and honor. We bless your holy name. Amen. Please be seated in heavenly places. It's time for your prosperity. Hallelujah. Are you ready to prosper? All right. So it's time for our prosperity. Turn your Bibles with me, if you will, to the book of Nehemiah, chapter 13. And we are going to be reading from verse number 10. Are you there? If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say wait for me. Okay. All right. It's appeared. Nehemiah chapter 13. So, this is the time for your prosperity. Don't just give. As you are giving your tithe, you are giving your offering, your seed. Why do we give? We give in accordance with the word of God. See, if you do something based on the promises of God, then you receive the reward. God is better than a man. So if God says some, something and you obey, God will fulfill his promises. Hallelujah. Yeah. So anytime you are giving, you must have a word of God that supports your giving. Hallelujah. There is a general way of giving. It's just a blessing to give, we understand. But we also give according to the word of God. We give as the word of God teaches us so we can harvest the promises attached to those giving. Amen. So in Nehemiah chapter 13, let's read from verse number 10. One, go. And I perceived that the portion of the Levites. Okay, so this is Nehemiah speaking. He came to build the walls of Jerusalem and he perceived that the portions of the Levites, the Levites were like the priests, hmm? the shepherds, the pastors, had not been given to them. 
for the Levites and the singers that did the work were fled everyone to his field. So there were no pastors, no full-time pastors. Are you getting it? Yeah, there were no full-time pastors. People were advising their children, be careful, you, you don't become a pastor. Because they themselves were not paying their tithes and others were also not doing. So they said they could see that people were not becoming pastors. They were not missionaries and the work of God is not being built or is not going, going on. Because the singers, the pastors, they've all fled into where? Everyone to his field. That is why before you become a pastor, you need to have a profession. Just in case the members decide not to pay their tithe or offering, then you know that, look, I, yeah, I was an accountant and I, I did not become a pastor because I wasn't good. No, it's a calling. So if you don't pay your tithe, no, look, I need to look for some uh, bank or some place I can, I mean, I need to go and do my accounting work. What do you think? Oh, some people are quiet. Does it mean you don't want to pay your charge or something? That's what the Bible said that he perceived that the good, look, listen to me, it's difficult to have a good pastor. It's very difficult. If you don't take time, you have pastors who have not been to school. You have, and they can uh, explain the Bible in a way to you that you go to hell. Oh, yes. Because they have not been to school, so don't, they don't understand so many things. Yeah, I understand in Akeko. It's, it's, if the understanding is, mm, do you understand? Yeah, it's, it's small. I'm preaching. But to get a pastor who could not pass grade seven, who could not pass grade 12, is reading the Bible that sometimes it takes time for you to understand. King James Version. That's why you can be in that church. One day, uh, somebody came and said, Pastor, I don't know why, but when you preach, I understand. Wow. I, I told you, I don't understand what you are saying. He said, oh, I have been to many churches. When they preach, I don't understand. said, they preach. I thought that the Bible is only characters, Abraham and things in there. But when he told me, said, but when you read it, you applied it, I could see how I can do the work. But I did not ask him what uh, uh, grade did the pastor pass. <laughs> what a shock, what a shock. So the Bible says, when Nehemiah came, you notice that all the people who were doing their work, these school dropouts, People who couldn't do math, who couldn't do science, they couldn't do law, they couldn't, they have, do you understand? The actual pastors. That's why today we have pastors. If you don't take time, they will sleep with your children. I'm telling you. They don't have any, there is no, uh, it, it's not even like respect. They, they don't have morals. Not even the godly character. There is no even something as a human being. They don't have something that makes them uh, uh, decent. Are you there? Yeah. So, look, it is very difficult to have a good pastor. 
So when you have a good pastor, it is, it is no good for you to put your hand in your pocket and not pay your tithe. See, a good pastor will not be like a, a confident trickster and come and sell oil and pray for you and charge you 1,005. Ask people, healing, people get healed. One lady was crying through the night. She said, Pastor, my leg, I cannot sleep. I, I prayed for her instantly. She got healed and I attended to the husband. Yeah, at night. I think it's midnight. No, the husband couldn't help. Are you here? Yeah. So the miracle was instant. If you free of charge, free of charge, not even one cent is requested. I did not say that you should take an envelope and buy uh, turtle doves, 14 turtle doves and one goat and one sheep. If not, it will come again. <laughs> and you will be afraid. You don't want to feel that pain again. You can easily. You see, but when you see good pastors who do things like they're free. When was it? Somebody came for prayer. After the prayer, he asked me, how much is it? I said, he, she was so, yeah. She was so surprised. He said, is it free? I said, yes. I think that wherever she's been going, she's been paying. So as I counseled her, I prayed, and the thing stopped instantly. She asked me, how much is it? Oh! Those of you who have been going, how much do you pay for consultation before you came here? By this time, my stomach will be like this from the consultations. <laughs> are you here? But I'm saying that we are not pastors because we are school dropouts. And this scripture also gives you something to know that before you become a pastor, have a profession. Jesus was a carpenter. Hello? Even Jesus, he was a professional uh, furniture designer. He was a professional carpenter before he became, yeah, wood must obey. <laughs> before he became a full-time minister. So don't say that because God has called you, you want to become a preacher, you are coming out of school. For, 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 for who to make you a pastor? Not here. Tell somebody I'm getting a profession. Tell another person I'm serious with my school. Okay, so when these Levites were not having the... Uh, what do you call it? Salary, they were not paid. People say they fled. They ran away to their fields. That means that they had professions. Are you there? All right. Verse number 11. Then contended I with the rulers and said, why is the house of God forsaken? Can you see it? He said he contended with the rulers and said, that why is the house of God forsaken? And I gathered them together and set them in their place. Then brought all Judah. Can we read it together so you don't feel that uh, I'm the one talking to you? We are all reading, then we explain. Verse number 12, one, go. Then brought all Judah the tithe of the corn 
and the new wine and oil unto the treasuries. 13. And I made treasures over the treasuries. She, Lemai, the priest, and Zadok, the scribe, and the Levites, Hediah, and next to them was Hanan, the son of Zachor, and son of Mataniah, for they were counted faithful, and their office was to distribute unto their brethren. Verse number 14, let and the one go. Remember me, O my God, concerning this, and wipe not my good deeds that I have done for the house of my God and for the offices thereof. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you there? So, when you pay your tithe and you build the house of God and you contribute, God also takes care of you. Do you remember? Nehemiah was saying, can you see the verse number 14? Can we read the 14 together? One, go. Remember me, oh my God, concerning this and why not my good deeds that I have done for the house of my God and for... Okay. So, why was Nehemiah recounting the good things that he has done? He was now in trouble and he could now count on God. So, if you don't pay tight and you enter into trouble, you cannot call God the Lord. Remember me. Take me out of this situation. They are giving, uh, what do you call it? They are laying people off. They are sacking people. Lord, remember me. I have paid my tithe. I have given off and I have contributed. Please help me. Remember me. I am the one who sowed the seed. I'm the one who bought the generator. I'm still waiting for the person who will buy the generator for the church. If you are the one, receive the blessings. Amen. Yeah. If you also want to help with the lighting, come and see me. Nehemiah was praying and is calling on God that remember me because I have remembered your church. Don't let my good deeds that I have done be forgotten. Don't forget it. Hallelujah. Are you here? One day, a man of God, his name is called Papa Hagan. He had a member and the member was uh, uh, into construction but very faithful member. He was helping so much in church, contributing, financing the gospel, and the pastor was very happy with him. Then one day he went to work. Whether he was going to inspect the project or whatever, he fell from a floor and landed down, dead. He was rushed to the hospital. When they, they pronounce him dead. So, you know, they had the blue cloth uh, that when they draw it on you, it's like it's over. So, that was what had happened to this guy. And somebody called the pastor and told him that this, your member, fell from a height and he's been rushed to the hospital. So, the pastor 
took the car very fast and drove to the hospital. When he got there, they had covered the body. Then they told him that it's unfortunate. He's gone. So the pastor told the doctor, no, he's not dead. So he just died. He said, no. So the corridor by the hospital, the pastor started praying over there and he started walking. I said, Lord, if you take this guy away, take your ministry. He's the one helping me in all that. Even with him, financing all that, it is not easy. If you take my financier, then you don't want me to continue. I am not allowing this one to come home. I refuse to let him come home prematurely. He was praying, and as he was praying, the guy who was dead, he had, he had arrived in heaven. Angels had taken him to heaven. Was happy there. And, I mean, seen around, very happy. Very, very happy. You know, sometimes when somebody dies, you are crying here. If the person is a Christian, he's enjoying somewhere. If he's not a Christian, that's where the trouble is. So the guy was, I mean, seeing all the things that the pastor has been spoken about, preaching about, and this, the giving that he's giving, things are happening. Hey, he's seeing his investment. Then the Lord Jesus took him and said, You need to go now. Took him, he said he needs to go. I said, No, I, I, I ain't going anywhere. Tell somebody I ain't going anywhere. He said, I'm not going anywhere. You know, you can read this from I believe in vision. You see it there. Papa Hagen's book. I ain't going anywhere. They said you need to go. He said, No, 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 no. It was now becoming a confrontation between this guy and the Lord Jesus. He said, No, no, no. He said, I cannot let you stay. They said, why? He said, your pastor will not allow me. He said, no, I want to stay. They said, okay, come. So he said, he took him to a place and he drew a curtain. When he drew the curtain, he saw his pastor. I said, Lord, I am not letting. You cannot. He heard, he heard the prayer that his pastor was praying. The Lord Jesus drew the curtain. Say, look at your pastor. And he heard the pastor, he mentioned, he cannot come. He's my financier. He, he, he was bargaining. So the guy turned unhappily. He said, that's when he said he, he was thrown like this and he saw his spirit entering his body from the, through the mouth. Yeah, so they were there when the monitor started beeping. Beep, 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 beep. He said, hey. They came, the guy had come back to life. I told you, put your hands together. But my question for you this morning is, in case you die, what should I use in praying for you? In case you die, what will I say? The Lord, or I should say the Lord, take her quickly. She is troublesome. Should that be should that be my prayer or I will have something to pray about? Hey, yeah. church members.
prayers. Give your pastors good prayer topics. Your pastor shouldn't lift himself. Finally, Lord. Finally. You have taken my problem. No, that shouldn't be the story. Are you here? And read the Bible. Read the Bible. You notice that even fathers, a father like Isaac, he asked the son to go and make venison, something that he likes. Something that will provoke a blessing. What have you done to provoke a blessing? Are you a financier in the house of God? When you are happy, you remember you pay your tithe. And even the tithe, you don't run off, you run down. When you pay your tithe, you don't give offering. When you give offering, you don't pay tithe. We don't even know what you are doing. Tell the person sitting by you, you are the one pastor is talking about. Tell the person, by the grace of God, you will not die. But in case something like that were to happen, what will pastor use in praying for you? Are you here? Everybody must have good deeds. Read it. It said, remember me, oh my God, concerning this, concerning the fact that there were pastors and who were out. They were not willing to they couldn't pay. The church couldn't pay the pastors. There were no buses. We have buses. We cannot afford it. That's why many people cannot come to church. Because we can bring as much as uh, our friends can. Some people don't have the means. What about if you become the person through which the buses are paid? What about you just provide the source of energy, the generator, and I'm waiting for it in the name of Jesus. Are you here? Yeah. You see, you do something, it provokes, it provokes a blessing. Hallelujah. Yeah. And Isaac knew it. He said, bring me something that I like. I will be emotional. Do you understand? So that when I bless you, it becomes like the catalyst to be very fast. Amen. This morning, I want you to provoke God for a blessing. Hallelujah. Yeah. And not only today, but do something, be somebody that a blessing will always come. Amen. Look at the lady who broke her alabaster box on Jesus. So she has done a, a good work. She will be remembered always. Look at Joseph of Arimathea. His own tomb. New. Look at all the people. All the people did something that I remember in the Bible forever. Hallelujah. Even people who gave. Solomon gave an offering. God gave him wisdom. You give. Something really happens in the realm of the spirit. Take your seat, take your offering, and let's pray together. If you don't pay tight, today you are paying your tight. And you want to say, Pastor, I repent. The church account number is going to come, but if you need an envelope to do that quickly, come for my envelope. You want to pay your tithes. Maybe sometimes you forget. Be reminded.
by this envelope. Please don't use my envelope for a letter. God bless you. God bless you. Okay. Lift your offering, lift your phone, lift your iPad, watching by YouTube. You are included. Use your cell phone number and your name, and somebody will contact you with a blessing. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity we have to give. We give because we love you, and we love you because you first loved us. May we not be the same. Let your mercies come over us. Lord, rebuke the devourer for our sakes, and give us what we can give ourselves. I pray that this morning, as we give, Lord, you do something wonderful. Remember us. Remember our seeds. Remember our work, our as students. Open doors for us. Favor us. And Lord, let your blessings be real in our lives. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.